Welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm your host, Bridget Eileen Sisko. This is the show where I get to interview the coolest, most badass women entrepreneurs who have built six, seven, and eight figure businesses. We highlight the woman behind the success, her journey, the ups, the downs, and we learn how the heck she built this empire. We're having so much fun recording these episodes for She Builds Empires. I got to talk to Fabienne Raphael in this episode here today. She is a former elite athlete. She is an athlete's mentor for Team Canada. And in this episode, you will find out what sport she played because I was so curious. She really does know what it means to be fueled and driven by achieving big goals and big dreams. And she even has her own method called the Dream Method. Fabian is an online business coach for high achievers, former athletes, movers and shakers, and outsiders. She really helps them monetize their expertise and leverage their careers into a successful online coaching business. She is also a mom. She loves almond cake. I love when we add these fun things to our bios. And she loves long walks around and along the river. We talked about her career. We talked about the athlete mentality and its impact on business. Not something I could, you know, go on and on about. We talked about resilience, mental endurance, and entrepreneurship. And in this episode, we were truly all smiles. So thank you for supporting the show. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share the episode with a friend. Maybe they're an athlete themselves. Share this episode with them. And thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Fabienne. Welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Yeah, me too. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. We're both very smiley, the two of us. Although no one can see this, um, we're already just all smiles here. So thank you for being here. And when I took a look at what you do and a little bit of your background, there was a topic that felt exciting for me right away which is this idea of the athlete mentality. So I'm sure that we'll dive into it, your backstory and everything. And if you could just begin today by sharing a little bit about who you are and maybe who you have been in the past as well. Let's start there. Okay, so I'll try to make this short. Uh, So who I am, I'm Fabienne Raphael. I'm an online business coach. I'm also the creator of The Dream Method. And what I do is I help corporate executives, leaders, high achievers, former athletes monetize their expertise and leverage their career into a successful coaching or consulting business. And my background, I mean, when... I remember myself as a kid, I was very like extroverted, talking to a lot of people and always being excited with lots of energy. And then that changed a little bit in my teenage years where I became more introverted and not wanting to talk to anyone and being hiding in the corner and stuff like that. So I never really thought I would become an entrepreneur whatsoever. And I guess the right people came at the right time in my life and it opened my mind to these opportunities and possibilities. Um, so, so I thought I would end up, you know, working as a physical therapist many years in the same clinic, but obviously that's not what happened. Um, I, after I finished as an employee, I transitioned into a consultant physical therapist. And then I had my healthcare agency. I had a home staging business. I went on TV with that home staging business. And then I discovered online marketing and I started my online journey with a podcast, talking to influencers from all around the world and learning a ton. And then, then, you know, it shaped what I learned and who I wanted to serve and all that stuff. 
And now it led me to do what I do. And what I love about it is mostly the before and after effect. And what I actually realized also is that any type of profession I, I did in my life, uh, professional life, it has to do with the before and after effect. So as a physical therapist, like someone comes injured and when they're done, they're fine. So the before and after is great. Uh, as a home stager, you get to a house that's cluttered and then you're prepared for the sales so they can get the highest price. The before and after is amazing. And as an online coach, when someone comes to me, while well, they don't have a business, they know they want to share their, their genius with the rest of the world, but they don't know how to do it. So sometimes they're not extremely confident about it and they don't have clients and stuff. And then when they're done, um, they, they stand in their power, right? And they're confident about, you know, saying what their value is and how to, you know, charge people for their services. And they end up having clients and living their purpose and also making impact, uh, an impact on other people's lives. Um, so yeah, I would say like the, the, all this to say that the before and after effect is really what's fulfilling me now. And, uh, that makes me realize that I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I've thought for so long about the power of the before and after. It's like, I'm the person who's going to watch endless HGTV so I can see what it looked like before and I can see what it looks like after. And when you're in the space of transformation, that's what you get to do. So it's so incredible that you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I guess that's what I was meant on this earth to do, like the before and after effects. So I could say I'm a before and after effects specialist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll add that to the title. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I just came up with it now. <laughs> I love it. So I did a little bit of research and I was like, okay, well, she was a former elite athlete. What sport did she play? And it, I couldn't really find it. So tell us a little bit about the backstory. <laughs> okay. So I used to play team handball and please don't mistake it with the handball that people think, you know, you throw a ball on the wall and then you, you catch it back. It has nothing to do with that. Team handball is a sport that looks like, let's say it's a mix of basketball and soccer on a field. So it's a contact sport, two teams, um, very intensive, very stop and go all the time. Lots of goals, very exciting. I don't understand why in North America, it's not a sport that's more popular. Um, it's a European sport. Like there, it's very popular. Like when you go to Europe, for example, like I spent two years in Denmark playing handball there. Uh, and I remember when I got there, I was like amazed that there were handball goals in the parks outside, right? Everyone knows what it is uh, compared to here. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, again, when I started playing handball, I didn't even know what it was. And that, that teacher saw me and she said, you're good in sports. You should try out for the handball team. I was like, what's that? She goes, go and you'll see. And, and I, and I, did it and I qualified. And then seven years later, uh, I was uh, offered to join Team Canada. And, and that was not even a goal of mine. Uh, it took me a full year to decide that, okay, maybe it's time to make a move. And it was after watching the 96 Olympics with Celine Dion uh, singing The Power of the Dream. And I was like, what if like it could be my dream, you know? make it to the Olympics. And then I called the coach again and I said, I think I'm ready. Um, so I, I played about 12 years for team Canada on and 
off. Um, and then I was at the last Pan Am Games in 2019 with Team Canada as an athlete's mentor. So that was the like the other side of things, you know, not being an athlete, but supporting athletes and being part of the behind the scenes and prepare everything uh, for the athletes to have the best experience possible. That was such an amazing experience. So I still have the Olympic dream probably as someone helping the team. Uh, but, uh, but because of COVID and uh, everything that had to do with going to Tokyo, like I didn't even apply to go there uh, to help, but, uh, but yeah, we never know maybe in the future. because I still want to attend like live Olympics and I have not done that yet. So, um, so yeah. And to, I guess, to come back to the question you were asking why the athlete mentality, I feel that elite sport shapes you in, in a way that, uh, you know, makes you be able to go over a lot of obstacles or challenges in life. Like it makes you realize that you have more potential that you ever thought you had. Um, and because, you know, training at a high level is, is painful. I mean, it's, yeah, we have to say it like, you know, like it's not as if I'm, I didn't enjoy it. You enjoy training, you enjoy playing, but after a game, if it was a rough game, you might suffer for a while. And, and it's okay because like, you're like, well, um, I'll be fine. And <laughs> next game I can perform again. Um, so, so any type of challenge that we might experience in life afterwards, like it's as if in your mind, you're like, I've done this before. I've experimented this before. It's been painful before and I've overcame it. Like, so why not this time? Um, and I'm not saying that it never happens that I have appeared where it's like really, you know, Oh, will I ever be able to do this or not? Like I doubt myself sometimes like everyone, but what I mean is that, you know, it trains you so well to be able to uh, communicate with different type of personalities, being at a team where everyone is not necessarily your friend, but you have a common goal. And because of that, you play together and you, you reunite your strengths to be able to achieve that goal. Um, what else like resilience, um, you know, adversity, um, competing into like, you know, being selected to be on a team, going to a certain competition, all of that requires you to uh, tap into the best parts of yourself all the time. And also believe in yourself that you're the right person to make it to this team. Um, so yeah, so it develops so many great qualities within a human being. And I feel that, uh, it's a great experience to have for everyone to be part of a, a sports, like uh, a team and, and develop those abilities, even if it's not like at an elite level, but I feel like that experience could, could definitely help, you know, in the future in any type of situation. So here's why I love this topic. Um, I'm an athlete in my own way. I do trail running and Spartan racing with my husband. So we do these 13 mile races up mountains. We're training for an ultra marathon, which is over 26 miles. I don't know what it is in kilometers. Um, but there's something I always think about when I'm like on the mountain in the pain cave, feeling all the things is how beautifully it translates to entrepreneurship and business. Because <laughs> there are so many instances when we have our own businesses of maybe self doubt of not being sure what the next step is. And what it's always taught me, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this is like, determination, drive consistency, and to just keep going. Like all yes. I need to do is put one foot in front of the other and 
I'll get to wherever I want to go. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you. I I'm in sync with you when you say that it's so similar to the entrepreneurial path, um, and I also believe that other than you know taking action, um, you know there's commitment, there's belief, and there's commitment. Because um, I feel that it's easy to say, "Well, I'll do this." And you never do anything about it. Okay, so taking action is the first thing. But then what will make you take action consistently is actually for you to commit to the thing and also like believing that it's possible, but then knowing exactly why you're doing it. If you have no purpose or if you don't feel... I remember that when I was training to go to the Olympics, I... Actually, I left uh, Team Canada in 2008 because in 2007, it was my last Olympic qualifier. And we like we underperformed like so much out of the first Pan Ams that had participated to where we were so close. Like we we lost to Brazil and we had the silver and we needed gold to go to Sydney Olympics. And then when I realized that Mama, when I was in Rio. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. Just telling me that he got another fruits pack because I I give him um, a certain amount per day or else he would eat all the packs. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, so when when we went to Rio, we finished I think seventh out of eight teams. While in '99, we finished second out of six teams, Um, and it it as if like it hit me that my my Olympic goal was not achievable in the, in these circumstances, in my sport, in my country. And then, but like the whole path or the whole time I was training, it was in the name of that, of that goal. So to me, like going to practice or, you know, sleeping early or missing family events or, you know, uh, not doing any other type of sport or training was just me being very committed to that Olympic dream. Right. So it's the same thing I feel in business. Um, and I think it's easy sometimes, or when people give up, I feel that maybe it's because they're not grounded enough into like the real reason why they're doing what they're doing. And we spoke about earlier, like the fulfillment or the joy that it feels to see your clients or witness them transform their lives with your help like it's such a rush like a big rush and you're like okay so i have that potential of helping people and guiding them to experiment a better life and it's just amazing to to experiment that so so for all these reasons i feel that uh yeah taking action i mean commitment belief uh, and knowing why like are are the key elements and when we have that i mean sky's the limit yeah yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And the word like mental endurance keeps keeps coming to me too because I think in the online space it can feel like there's a lot of get rich quick overnight type of success. And to me, I'm in this for the long game. Like I'm in this for the five year vision, the ten year vision, the twenty year vision. And I think with the athlete mentality, you know, you talked about this edge. And I really think that the edge is being able to see the long goal and holding yourself mm-hmm. accountable day in and day out, even when it's not sexy to be like, I'm gonna keep going. Like you you don't always want to. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And I, and I agree with you that, uh, there are so many lies that are happening online. And I think that, you know, like 
because someone made it within a certain amount of time, well, we don't know all the parts of the story. You know, you don't know how long that person suffered before or didn't make the ends meet before they were able to achieve their six figure or the multi seven figure business. You know, um, I feel that because of that, sometimes I have like a love and hate relationship with marketing sometimes because there are certain concepts in marketing where I feel that it could definitely like tap into manipulating or, you know, prompting someone to do something that eventually the person will realize it was not the right thing for them. And I think we've all experimented some, some type of thing like that. You know, you get caught up into the nice language or the beautiful video or like what they were saying. And then you're like, wait a minute, even me, sometimes I read some stuff sometimes like, Oh, and I'm about to click. And then I'm like, hold on. (laughs) And I think about like how it was, Oh, I was like, Oh, that's a wonderful sales page, you know? And then you're like, Oh, these, okay. These are the parts where, you know, I might've thought that, but really do I need this, you know? Um, so, so I don't, I don't even remember what your question was, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that because you said, uh, yeah, there's a lot of rich, uh, get rich quick scheme. And I, I feel it's misguiding a lot of people because everyone has like something unique that they can share with the world. And even if it's not their full-time business, it could be a side business and stuff like that, but just to tap into, you know, what fulfills them and, uh, and having the people misguiding them like that, like it's, it's crushing dreams. <laughs> I don't like that. It's yeah. I want to transition a little bit into what you do now with the dream method and how you're helping high achievers, former athletes. Like, what does it actually look like to work with you and what are you building in terms of your empire? Okay. So, so first of all, like I guide all my clients through my dream method and that's the framework I'm working with. So, uh, D is to design your dream offer because when they come in, they know they have an expertise, but they don't know how to package that. So I help them do that. Uh, the E is for, uh, the R is for reinforce, uh, your sales skills. So, um, Um, So helping you going through the sales process from like having the, the, let's say a a lead to being able to convert that person as a client. Uh, The E is enhance the know, like, and trust factor. So anything that has to do with marketing, with how you show up, how you express yourself, your messaging. So we work on that. The A is for add many clients to your business with your personalized marketing strategy. And I insist on personalized because I hate the cookie cutter stuff when people are like, well, do as I do and you'll get the same results at the same time or faster. Like, I'm like, what, what kind of crap is that? <laughs> we're all different people. We're geared differently. We don't have the same strengths and we don't show up the same way online or outside. Or, you know, if, if you don't, if you're not good on video and you feel like what you have to share is through books or through, you know, through posts, through writing, guest posting, well, so be it. So, uh, so yeah. So, um, I, I make sure that I identify like what my, the strong sides of my clients are. And then we focus on that and we double down on the strengths to show up in their marketing. And then, uh, the M is for make your clients your forever fans. Um, because sometimes we, we might feel that uh, 
getting clients is always a new thing, you know, like new clients, new clients. But sometimes we have people around us and they come back to us and they're like, do you have something else to offer? I loved working with you. You know, can you support me in that phase of my journey? It's happened to me like more than once that a former client comes and like, okay, I want to work with you again because you see me in a different way than others see me or what I've accomplished with you is something that I've never accomplished with anyone else. Um, so like, if you don't have anything to offer to your former clients or you've never thought about it, well, what I do with my clients is I make them think ahead of the curve a little bit and see, well, you know, if you finish that part of work with your client, is there anything else you can offer them after if they still want accountability or they still want your help? Um, so, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I lead all my clients through, you know, with the dream method when they work with me. I love that. I love a good, uh, good structure and framework, not only for ourselves, but, but also for the people that we are working with. So that sounds amazing. And what is your vision for your company as it grows? Mm, oh my God. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, what I see coming is really, I want to influence like the more and more people that I can with my message, because I feel that, um, we are in an environment and the world and the system and the media that tries to influence and keep people in a box. Um, and we're all so unique and we all have something beautiful to share with the world. And I feel that that message is not spread enough, even though like there are people like you, there are people like me and others who are doing their, their part. but I feel like it should be like a most, more of a global message that all the kids hear and that, you know, since elementary school, you know, what, uh, the self development is like uh, personal development is, you know, becoming a better version of yourself is what empathy is, what compassion is. I feel that we need to educate like our children more on that. So when they grow up, I mean, the world is more united. Um, so my vision is really to, to explore and be on many, many stages and, and, um, you know, um, influence and share that, that message of, positivity and hope and also like taking care of your future yourself instead of keeping it in the hands of other people that might say today, well, you know what, Bridget, today is your last day. And then you have no choice and you have to go, you know? So, uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's my big vision. Um, I feel that, uh, and, and also like my, my heart also goes to the athletes who transition out of sport and, um, don't know what to do because in that world, um, a lot of athletes suffer from having only the athlete uh, identity within themselves and not necessarily knowing who they are beyond the athlete. And that uh, leads to a lot of them depressed and not knowing what to do next. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm connected with, uh, with other coaches working with athletes and helping them too. And, and we were like, this again has to do with education and going back into, you know, the locker rooms and exp expressing that it's important to, to, to identify like, what are the other, the other qualities or the other things that the athlete could perform at other than the sport, because it seems it's, it, it is too much for too many 
um, you know, how can you perform and how can you bring this result to the team or how can you bring this medal to your country? And then when you're done or when you step out of that game, then, okay, fine. We don't need you anymore because you're not performing and your duty as an athlete and as a machine has been done. So thank you very much and good luck. You know, like, so I know that there are certain organizations that are more sensitive to helping their athletes, uh, with life after sports, but I feel also like there's a lot to, to do in that sense. So, uh, lots of projects in mind. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that's an interesting conversation, this topic of identity. And I think, you know, I feel this way. It's, it happens to me so many times that we love our businesses so much. So we almost become enmeshed with the thing. And mm-hmm. oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Mais ça, c'est le dernier. Après ça, c'est fini. Après ça, on a demain. Après ça, ça va demain. Okay. Oui, après ça, on a Okay. C'est bon. We can cut it out. I'm going to put a time okay. stamp. Um, okay. So what I think about this is, and I've experienced this a couple of times, if I've ever been hurt or injured, I'm like, who am I beyond running? If something isn't going well in the business, I'm like, who am I? And I think what I want us to lean into next as we start to wrap up this conversation is like, who are you beyond the athlete? Who are you beyond the business? I know, you know, you have this incredible son who just came in. Who are you beyond all these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, that's a big question to ask. And I feel that, um, it's again, like going into, you know, what qualities you have as a human being, um, what are you here to do or how can you help others? Like in a way that doesn't have to do with, you know, a money transaction or performing, uh, in sports as an athlete, for example. Um, so, so for me, like, I know that I, I was born to, um, I'm a great listener and I, I'm great also at simplifying things. Um, so like whenever someone expresses something, if it doesn't have to do with, of course it helps like when it, it's in the business situation, but, uh, if it has some, nothing to do with business or something personal, well, I'm great at seeing the big picture and then going back to, okay, this is, this is simple. Like, this is the only thing you have to care about is this, you know? Um, so I know that about myself, but it's because I've worked on myself for so many years and I still does. Uh, I, I still do, but, uh, but yeah, I think that the idea of always asking ourselves like who we are, what are our strengths and, and believing in doubling down on the strengths instead of, uh, taking too much time on, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not great at this and let me focus on improving the stuff I'm not great at. Um, I get so much more joy on doubling down on what I'm good at than (laughs) wondering like, how can I get better at this? (laughs) Yeah. It's a really great point right there. (laughs) This has been such a beautiful conversation with you today and I really just appreciate it. And before we leave today, I'd love for you to share if you have anything coming up in the business, anything exciting in your life, you're welcome to share. <laughs> well, uh, what I want to say is that, uh, you know, like 
I know that growing up, I always thought that I didn't fit anywhere. Um, and I always felt like an outsider wherever I went. And it's only later in life that I realized that it was an advantage um, to be different and to be unique. And that blending is actually very boring because when you blend, it means you're like everyone else and no one will see you. But when you're unique and different and you shine in a certain way, it means that you have something more to offer to the world. So uh, anyone listening who feels that they've been outside all the time, reject or, you know, not fit anywhere, it's actually a great thing. It's just about finding your people that are also outsiders and want to accomplish great things. And then with these people, I mean, everything is, is possible and, and we're unstoppable. So well said, and I, I couldn't agree more. I used to say, if you're not weird, you're weird. Like all of us are weird. Let's be honest. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fabienne. We're going to have all the links so people can connect with you and all the incredible work you're doing. I love the dream method. I love what you stand for. And just thank you for for being a beacon of light on this planet. You're amazing. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I really have the impression that I spoke a lot on your podcast. So I guess it's because you made me feel very comfortable and open. So I opened up on a few things here. Oh, well... Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Come back next week. Tune in for our next episode. We are so grateful to have you all here at She Builds Empires. Talk to you soon. Another great episode of She Builds Empires. If you are loving this series and these conversations as much as I am, please give us a follow on Instagram as well. We are at She Builds Empires podcast on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this show. And as always, share this with a friend who just needs this type of inspiration. What you can now feel by listening to just a couple of the episodes is these are inspiring women. They are showing us what is possible, what we can build when we put our mind and our heart into something and we just keep up, we trust, we build a community, we do something in alignment with our values. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the show and make sure to tune in for our next episode.